Hello again. Welcome back to the Bike Walk Wichita monthly podcast. I'm Kim Newfeld, the Executive Director, and I'm at headquarters today recording with Amy. Hello, everyone. Summer is winding down, and uh, just the hint of fall is in the air, and it is definitely my favorite season. I am just glad it's getting one more season closer to winter because there are no bugs in winter, and that's my favorite thing about that. <laughs> I know. I just love all of the outdoor events mm-hmm. and activities, and I think that'll be more important than ever this year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Get, being outside in more temperate weather is definitely what everybody kind of needs right now. Absolutely. For today's episode, we have a long list of upcoming events you won't want to miss neighborhood updates, an exciting interview with friend and local racer Zach Hall, and we shine the spotlight on this month's volunteer. Thanks for tuning in and joining us as we talk all things Bike Walk. I am so excited to see the September calendar, you know, really uh, filling up with a wide range of walks, rides, and other events. So today we have quite a list. Um, Of course, our second Sunday slow roll and stroll, which is September 12th, uh, we'll meet at Chapin Park, and we're going to explore the paths around there and also point out the Starlight Drive-In for another upcoming event. I hope everybody can uh, join us on, on September 12th. Yes, and September 19th, hopefully, is Open Streets ICT, and we'll be right on Douglas. Uh, we'll have our uh, bubble wrap taped down <laughs> to the street for everybody to roll of over. We'll have some giveaways at our booth and everything and our obstacle course for little kids and big kids. Uh, we do need some volunteers. So if you would like to help us staff our booth or help direct people to the bubble wrap, uh, we definitely would love to have you join us. Absolutely. And you can sign up right online at bikewalkwichita.org slash volunteer. There's a button right on the front page. So we would love to have you come out and help represent at Open Streets ICT. Fingers crossed we're able to do it this year. So stay tuned, watch the Facebook event and calendar for updates. Also in September, every year, uh, there is an annual bike and pedestrian count. And this is really important data to really capture where Uh, People are walking, riding, rolling, um, and moving about in our city and around the county. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, I know, Amy, you have definitely helped out, volunteer with that. Mm -hmm. It's it's really fun. Yeah. It's not bad. You pick a little shady spot if you can find one. You uh, sit or stand and count uh, as people come by for for your short time. So that is September 23rd. Uh, It's a Thursday evening or Saturday uh, around noon for... on the 25th. Yes, and those numbers help us understand how many of us are walking and biking around town. Yeah, it's it's a really great snapshot that that does happen Mm -hmm. annually. And the city, county, Wampo, and us, several nonprofits, use this data for grants. Uh, It is a very important data set. So the Walnut Valley Bike Ride is on September 26th, and this is a ride that helps uh, fundraise for uh, Prairie Travelers, uh, which supports our Rails to Trails. Uh, We love our Redbud Trail. We love our uh, Prairie Sunset Trail. 
you definitely want to sign up for this Walnut Valley ride and be supportive. It is a beautiful ride. It is. It starts down in Winfield. Yes. A great course. Yes. Uh, yeah, every year and, and well supported. Um, so definitely one of uh, our favorites of the organized rides. Yeah, and sometimes on you might find the rest stop where they have the um, bicycle ice cream machine yes, going. That so is the best. You definitely want to kind of scope out the the route and check that out. I almost had a, a, a fit. I almost like threw a, a fit one year because the person riding the bike making the ice cream was not pedaling fast enough, and I actually had to get out and ride without getting my ice cream. And so be aware that Kim has high expectations on yeah. this. If you get on the ice cream bike, pedal. So yes. Join us for that ride. It's awesome. September twenty sixth. Also, the same day later is the Pride Festival and Parade, which is going to be actually held at Century 2 this year. And Bike Walk Wichita will be in the parade. Uh, so join us if you'd like to walk or ride. Please let us know in advance. You can join in all the festivities. And then we are super excited to announce our annual event that we do every year, Wheels yes. to Reels, October 7th. So save the date you can actually go ahead and get your tickets online. Visit our website, bikewalkwithshaw.org, and you will see the Wheels to Reels information right on the front page. So Wheels to Reels this year is actually going to be at the Starlight Drive-In. Yeah. I am so excited to be at the drive-in, and we're outdoors. We have lots of room, and we get to see these film shorts about bicycling and other endurance adventure riding up on a big screen. Yes, you can walk, bike, drive in to meet up with us. And we'll also have our bike show where competition where you can enter your bicycle and gear uh, into a category, show it off. You know, that's what everyone loves to do is look yeah. at the bikes and talk about their bikes mm -hmm. and gear. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. So we'll definitely have that and have some prizes for those uh, entries. And we'll also have other events. And then, of course, our sponsors and friends will have tents up, letting you know what they're working on and uh, ways that you can engage with them. So it is going to be a fun evening. And this is the annual fundraiser yes. for Bike Walk Wichita. And so it, it definitely helps us uh, get through the year. Right. It's we appreciate your support. And we want to be sure that you have a good time while supporting us. We are also excited at this year's event to announce that we're going to be doing a silent auction. So we will have some great uh, that you might be interested in, um, some adventure packages. Make sure you save the date, October 7th, and get your ticket in advance so that you can get some swag and some extra fun stuff. So our neighborhood events are really gearing up as well. Evergreen actually has just posted their September calendar. They are going to be leading walks every Tuesday and Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. from St. Patrick's Church. Uh, it's right there along the Ark River. Yes. And so they will be walking the path and actually going up to a park that does have some workout and stretch equipment. Mm -hmm. Join them for you know that walk each Tuesday and Thursday evening. And then also on Wednesday evenings, they will have a slow roll bike ride. So at 6.30 p.m. they will meet at Evergreen Rec Center and we'll roll out from there. And finally, they are also September 5th. They will be having a Sunday Evergreen uh, slow roll. So join us for that. It's going to be a ton of fun. 
um, a lot of great residents are really um, taking off in Evergreen. So yeah, it's exciting, yeah. and we hope that you can come out and support them. I the, the thing that I love most about it is you meet your neighbors, and you get out and get a little exercise or just get to enjoy nature. Yes. And uh, these are super non-competitive, so it, it is just really yeah. about being with your neighbors and hanging out on a bike or just walking the neighborhood with yeah. your friends. Just nice social, uh, like you said, doses of nature. Yeah. And we will probably also check out some interesting local businesses and mm -hmm. stuff who are also supportive. So join us in Evergreen. We actually have a brand new page on our website for the Evergreen neighborhood. So check that out if you're interested in all things Evergreen. Uh, in Fairmount, LaShonda, one of our league cycling instructors and the Shiro for Black Girls Do Bike uh, chapter here for Wichita partnered with St. Mark Cathedral Church of God in Christ and with us and held a Saturday evening uh, slow roll event. And it was a ton of fun. It was so great. We had 25 riders help several women kind of learn how to, you know, get ride and get comfortable right. on the bike right yeah. before the ride. And they just took off and did wonderful. So uh, they had a blast. I heard they were out pretty late having a, having a good time. Exciting to see Fairmount as well increased with the walks and rides. So you can find that page as well on our website. And then in addition, McCormick, which is being led by Chris Stark. He is our uh, neighborhood bike walk connector there. He actually has uh, a couple events he wanted us to mention. He has organized a neighborhood walkabout uh, on October 2nd and also a burn off that turkey ride on November 27th. Like I mentioned, that, that neighborhood also has an event page on our, our website. So check those out and join us around town. So this month, I was able to catch up with Zach Hall for a racing update, and the fall gravel season looks fairly intense. Oh my goodness. It is so exciting, though, to see the pictures and the training and mm -hmm. everything that goes into it. Uh, looks like it's a ton of fun, though. It looks like he's having fun, but man, that he's he's a very intense uh, competitive cyclist. Yeah. Hey, it's Amy with Bike Walk Wichita, and I'm here with our friend Zach Hall, and we're gonna hear about a racing update. So, welcome back to the podcast, Zach. Oh, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So, how have things been going for you? I uh, so we're really just starting to get kicked off into the second half of the gravel season uh, around here. Uh, that's okay. something that I really like about racing gravel is that you have your March, April, May into June racing, and then you have some time off and then you to kind of recover and do some different things, and then you can get back into it, you know, come into July, I mean, August and September. Uh, so we're uh, really about a month in of, you know, from getting back to racing and uh, so I've, I went out and did, did the bomb at the beginning of August uh, with a friend of mine. I really didn't really have any expectations. Just wanted to go out and have some fun. Uh, ended up winning that race. Uh, so it was a nice uh, step back into, into racing and, and a good confidence builder for Gravel Worlds. Right, right, yeah. And I hear you um, got a new bike. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, yeah, actually, tell, tell us about this. Uh, so I decided earlier in the year that I wanted to try to race single speed a little bit. And I set up my original gravel bike single speed and then 
like after one race, I discovered that I had a cracked frame. So that bike I retired. It's been turned into like a, a, a table, or it's in the process of being turned into a table. Whoa. Uh, so I, I was able to uh, end up with another frame uh, that uh, Apostle Blackrock sold me. Mark did a uh, did me a favor and, and he had a frame and, and was able to really work with me and find something that was going to be perfect to set up uh, uh, set up single speed. So it's uh, kind of been sitting in the garage and worked on here and there. I finally got built up last week and got a couple of uh, good shakedown rides in. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. That was a, it was a lot of fun to actually build a, a new bike from scratch. I'd never done that before myself. I really put everything, put it all together, go out and test it, set the, set everything up just like I like it, and then yeah. go out and see how it works. And that was a really filling experience. A lot of hours kind of tinkering with it, getting it ready, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. uh, but I've been learning a lot of stuff, but I really enjoyed it. So I took it out and decided to, you know, instead of easing into it and finding something shorter or, or <laughs> You know, a little less intense. I decided to go out to grab a world and race single speed on it. Uh, I, you know, as my third ride. So, the longest I'd ever ridden uh, single speed or fixing was like seventy miles, and that was on the okay. ground around here. So, no elevation. Really, it's it's flat here. Yeah, yeah, no, we're really pretty no flat. Elevation. But no, I decided to go out and race single speed, and I and I had hopes of a podium. In hindsight, looking at the field and that kind of race, that kind of event. I mean, this is a this is one of the big ones. So. Uh, you know, probably a little outside of my ability at this point, um, given my experience level. Right. Um, but went out 151 miles, uh, right at right at 12,000 feet of climbing throughout the race. Uh, I want to say it's something like 85 or 88 hills you have to climb. Wow. Um, showed up, lined up front with all the big guys, the big dogs, the pros. So I'm like. Lined up next to Matt Stevens and Colin Strickland and Joe Kladosti and, and just a few of the these few of these guys that I've watched and you know right. I'm really impressed watching them race and I was like well I might as well line up here too. Uh, <laughs> I, it was a, the the mass started in a race like that is a lot of fun uh, if you if you've got the legs and the the guts to line up like that it's really a lot of fun to get out and just. It be in the middle of, you know, 150 or 200 people trying to occupy a two-lane road right. uh, and ride at 30 miles an hour uh, at, you know, at 6 a.m. <laughs> well, just went, I, you know, you've already you've already um, shared shared your motto on Strava that you ride the line between badass and dumbass. So you know, I, I would say that's kind of one of those things. <laughs> oh, definitely. That was. Definitely a moment of you straddle the line, you know. Uh, so I, I I jumped out there and I you know I had my fun for a few minutes and then I just kind of settled in. And, mm -hmm. uh, learning how to ride single speed, you know, riding single speed and then there's racing single speed. Uh, this was my second race doing that. So I had, and the one I had done before was a like a time trial, okay, you know, like 25 miles. So I really didn't learn how to race. Right. That that kind of um, that kind of event. Yeah. So I had to learn in the first sixty miles just how to, how to ride the bike to where I could uh, not hurt myself, hurt anyone else, mm -hmm. and or or tear the bike up. So that was a 
that was a hard, pretty hard first 60 miles for that race, especially with nonstop climbing descents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so and eventually everything, everything kind of spread out and it just settled in for what I figured would be a nine or 10 hour day. Just slogging my way through it. Uh, the, the course was, was absolutely gorgeous uh, in terms of all the farms, the right. little towns. You can see churches off in the distance. So, uh, so where, where did this take place? Uh, so this was, this was outside of Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, okay. Uh, it heads out west, west and northwest uh, of Lincoln and okay. on three, basically three loops that take you out, out on the loop to a checkpoint. Then you go back on the second loop to the check, the same checkpoint. Mm -hmm. and, then you, and then you go back out for this 30-ish mile loop and you think you're about done. And it's, it's literally the hardest 30 miles of the day. It's, it's, that's where they pack in mile for mile where the most climbing is. Wow. And of course, you, you've been out there so long that you're just, you've been beat down. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of one of what the day ended up being was learning how to how to ride in that event, how to ride that bike in, in the hills, settling in, uh, being able to do some really good things, make some, make some, some time on the third, fourth, and fifth place riders. And then, you know, unfortunately, it just didn't kind of work out at the end uh, to pick up any more positions. Right, uh, right. So, I, beautiful course, lots of great volunteers. There was a uh, couple of different oasis and checkpoints where they had people selling goods and handing mm -hmm. drinks out, and, uh, <laughs> including uh, one guy who, this guy who was a, apparently it was disco themed because uh, he's out there with beer and a mullet or a beer and an afro and suspenders and he's he's dancing to disco. I was a, uh, I was a lot of fun to watch. I, I guess I can't say enough about the the people putting it on and the, the people in Nebraska who are out actually supporting and, and encouraging it. Uh, from random people to people just driving down the road to to the other riders who would pass on words of encouragement. Yeah. Especially when they look at your single speed bike and they're thinking, "Oh man, what did what were you thinking?" <laughs> were Were you racing against people who had gears? Uh, so they basically have all these, they have a bunch of different categories Okay. okay. And, and distances. So they have like a, a 50K distance, a 75 mile distance, the 150 mile distance. And then they, this year they added the 300 mile long voyage distance. So that's a, that's a, it starts on Friday night. Um, right. Wow. And, and it's basically like five o'clock, four or five o'clock on Saturday. Uh, so you've got all these different distances. Okay. Uh, the hundred, like the the hundred and fifty milers all race together. They all leave at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're out there with people on geared bikes, um, and you just kind of have to learn to coexist. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not easy to pick up a pace line or jump into a group when you're on a, when you're on a single speed uh, right. on gravel, just because you only have the one gear. So you you're kind of you're kind of straddling the line of I want to be able to go fast on the downhills on a flats, but I also need to have to get a gear that I can climb all day in. So I I, I went with like a, a 50 20 okay. gear, which is about a two and a half, 2.5 gear ratio. It's it's right at 2.5, uh, which is out there was perfect. Uh, but like I said, you just kind of have to learn how to ride it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Learn how to 
how to anticipate anticipate and be ready and make choices um, yeah. when you're coming over the top of the hill and ready to go on to the next step. Uh, and that um, was that's really what I was having to learn was learning okay. how to, to anticipate and prepare for the next hill and be able to get up the hill so fast. Yeah, that would that would take some. Uh, uh, that's a bit different than than riding with gears, <laughs> where yes, you yes. can just you know down downshift when you're going up and you can hit those uh super high gears when you're going down and get you some more momentum i would fly up the front of the front of the hill and i would like pass to these groups and then i would come over the top and i would just spin and I would spin myself out this group this pace line would just roll right past me like a yeah. train track and those hills you're, you're going up those hills at 10 11 miles an hour 12 miles an hour you're coming down the backside of them at 30 35 miles an hour and that's uh, the downside of the single speed is you just kind of you only have a, a certain top end one thing i will say is that the checkpoints had one of the more unique uh food items that i'd ever seen at a race okay. and that was hot dogs oh. i'm not sure why they got hot dogs uh, who thought it'd be a good idea to hot, get hot dogs i know they're cheap and they're easy to make you know you can wrap them in foil and hand them out right. but, uh, that was, that's probably not the best choice uh, when it comes to mid-ride food. I ended up eating like five hot dogs in like the last 100, 100 miles of the race. <laughs> uh, not the, not the best, the best option. Oh my gosh. Wow. But again, you, you never know, like I said, you never know what yeah. you're So I'm, I'm just thankful that they had food instead of right. not So Yeah. Yeah. You had previously talked about like packing peanut butter sandwiches and stuff on rides. And I just wonder if um, at some of the SAG stops, people get concerned about more more and more folks having peanut allergies. And so they're just kind of getting a little creative with uh, recovery food. Well, it's definitely a concern, I think, if I were to have habits, I would want to have someone to have an allergic reaction out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially when there's so many, you know, there's 1,500 people out there racing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So now you've you still finished in the top 10, right? Yes. Uh, okay. I ended up coming in coming in sixth place. Okay. Uh, I'm very very pleased with that. Well, I would say for this is the first time you've done this race. Yes. And you did it on a new bike. New bike. And. We, we just, uh, <laughs> You made some great choices. <laughs> yes, uh, one of the one of the guys I was riding with, uh, and he's actually from Wichita. Uh, okay. He was telling me that he says, "Well, you know, go big or go home. I mean, mm-hmm. you might as well just go all the way in and, and dive in." So I, was, I was, I definitely did that. Uh, what I, I will say that this was definitely the hardest race and hardest bike ride that I have ever done. Wow. Um, in terms of the, the physical toll on mm-hmm. my body, what it did to my legs and the after effects, it's, I've never done anything harder. Um, I did a, uh, 300, 364 mile ride to Nebraska from Wichita around 4th of July. Right. And it had, it had right at half the climbing that this race had in 150 miles. Wow. And uh, what I will say is that do it starting to do, do long rides like that in preparation for 
some of the other events coming on coming up in the next month, month and a half. That mental fortitude developed during those long rides that definitely paid off. Being able to actually get to the finish on this one. Yeah. I highly recommend anyone listening to go out next year and, and do this race. Uh, there's, it's an event unlike I've ever been to, and it's really cool the way they have it set up, the way they, what they do. Do they have like, even the 50 mile, do they have like time cuts on it? Or can you just like go and ride it and enjoy, you know, cause like when I go and ride Walnut Valley ride or something, I'm just out riding with my friends and not really worrying about our pace or anything like that. So is it really a competitive ride or is it something that you can just kind of enjoy? The, the 50K is non-competitive. Okay. Uh, 75, and, and there's not, there is a time cutoff, but it's it's late in the day uh, from okay. what I understand. So there's, there's plenty of time to get out and actually enjoy. Okay. Enjoy the, enjoy the yeah. you know, have to ride at a, at a super hard race pace. Right, right. Uh, the 150 mile, you've got to you've got to push it just because. Yeah. Uh, I want to say the time cutoff is like eight o'clock. Wow. It's like eight o'clock uh, on that one. Uh, but but at that point, it's getting dark. You've been out out there for 14 hours. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the 75 is another one you could ride it at a slower pace. I mean, and mm -hmm. it's it's competitive, but you have the option. You have the option to take it a little slower. You're not having to cover so much distance, and you really get to get a really good taste of, of Nebraska gravel. What the what that event's all about is by doing the 75. Okay, okay, yeah. I have you know wanted to go up to Nebraska and do some riding because I hear a lot about like their cowboy trail with their rails to trail stuff and things like that. But I just you know haven't been able to get away. But uh, it's it's definitely on a, one of the biking lists that I have. Definitely want to go up there and see that. Yeah, yeah check, it, check out. it out. You really like it. So what's coming up? Uh, so next up, uh, I've got a couple races on the calendar. I've got the Pony Express Gravel Dash uh, on September 11th. Okay. Um, right now I'm signed up for the 75 mile geared. I may switch to single speed or I may move to the 120 single speed. Not sure, not really sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that is the, the Hondo in Augusta, Kansas. I'm looking forward to taking another shot at that one again and seeing if I can get on the program for a third year in a row. Uh, that's wow. a, it's a very difficult course uh, in terms of the type of gravel and the, the toll it takes on your bike. Okay. Uh, but that's a, that's, one that I've won before, and uh, last year I ended up finishing second. So I'd like to get out and try it one more time. And then after that's really kind of the big race, or one of the big races for me. That's going to be uh, on September 24th by the Kansas Cannonball 550. And it starts on a Friday morning up in Emporia. And it's a 550-mile loop uh, that shoots counterclockwise around the state, down toward Wichita, Newton, Salina. Oh my gosh. Topeka and back around down to Emporia. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to to getting out and uh, really doing a long distance bikepacking race and see kind of, kind of seeing how that goes. Hopefully that'll work out and I'll uh, end up on uh, Maybe you so win it. Yeah, that's like 
30 days away, basically. Are, yeah. are you going to be recovered? Are you going to, you know, how's that going to work for you? We'll see how it goes. And the next, okay. probably the next three weeks, I'll, I'll, I'll continue yeah. to ride normally. You know, I, I'm not signed up for the Honda right now, but we'll see how I feel kind of where I am yeah. uh, wise. So if I have to end up skipping that one, I will just to be ready for, for Cannonball 550. And then after that, I have two and a half weeks to recover before uh, race across Texas. Oh, you're doing that again. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna try to do the try to do both of them. Uh, we'll see how how that goes. How I'm feeling yeah. after Cannonball 550. Uh, my my goal right now is to race Cannonball 550, and then with Race Across Texas, make it put it in put in an easy a little easier effort than I would I would yeah. normally. Okay. Uh, just, uh, really, uh, that's a goal for me is to finish it and just get yeah. to the end where that goes. So, yeah. Uh, after last year and everything that happened, then being unable to finish mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. i gotta say that really that really did a number on me and yeah. mentally kind of looking for, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Looking, for a, look, looking for a little bit of resolution to that to be able to, yeah to absolutely that. yeah because i i remember you talking about it you know you were really gaining on the leaders and then you kind of had this run-in with the dog and some sand okay. and it just messed up your knee and that's really, yeah. that's rough. That did not sound like a fun time. I've definitely come out of it stronger. I've learned, learned a lot. I'm much better prepared for it this year. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. But with some of the, the, the work I've been putting in, the long rides I've been putting in. So right. we'll see how it goes. And just fingers crossed and a little bit of luck, I'll be able to knock out both of those races and hopefully do pretty well in them. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very excited for you. I always enjoy, you know, kind of following your progress and stuff on on the races. Yeah, hopefully with the Cannonball, uh, it's the Cannonball 550. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll try to find a way if we can stand on the side of the road and root for you or something. That'd be kind of fun. Well, I would much appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, just the route. But, the route actually does go into Newton, so it, it goes. It's from Emporia down to, to down toward El Dorado. Actually, cuts through El Dorado and back mm -hmm. up to Newton. So there's that's kind of the neat thing is the route is not that far from from here. So it'd be nice to ride some of the roads. Yeah, and hopefully see some of my friends out there to heckle me or to encourage me or right, right, just. See a bunch of idiots as you're zooming by. It's like, what the heck was that? <laughs> you know Clayton. He always has ideas. Heaven only knows what he might come up with. Am I, I going to get buzzed by a drone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's not mention that. <laughs> he'll, he'll, do, he'll, do so, he'll find something to, you know, Get on his heavy ass surly and think he's gonna race you. <laughs> well, no, I know. <laughs> you know, if he really wants to be if he really wants to be a comedian, he needs to to get a jumpsuit, a uh, a Michael Myers Halloween mask, and just go stand out on the side of the road <laughs> and wave. Just wave to all the riders as they ride by. I think right, right. That's, that'd be uh, I'd I'd be highly amused by that. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. I'm not the only one, but I think. <laughs> I I always worry when when Clayton goes out to uh, scout locations or whatever. I always worry I'm going to get a call, and I I remind him I'm like you know Buster I I don't have money for a bail, so keep that sense of humor in check. Oh my goodness! Well, thanks for joining us. And is is there anything else that you would like to recommend people to check out or? Uh, any advice on training or any gear that you found out with all this building up a bike or something? Did you find something interesting? Well, I, what I'd like to do is, is encourage everyone to go out and do the, the Hemi uh, that's in early October. Uh, that's going to be down in Mulvane. Um, that's a an event that the guys who put on, Rage Against the Trainery put on. All of the money that goes to it is, is, is donations to, to women cycling. So if you can't go out and ride it, I would encourage anyone to, to contact Josh Shears or Mark Warner for, to do uh, to volunteer. Uh, okay. It's going to be a, a it's a really fun event. It's for a really good cause. So I'd really encourage everyone to to at least go down and check it out. There's a couple different distances you can do, uh, okay. but it's a lot, of, and it's kind of a good early October, mm -hmm. you know, kind of cool, and it's it's a. Uh, it's raced in an area that's usually not raced too much, uh, right. southeast of Wichita. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just encourage encourage everyone to check that out. Uh, again, that's the, the hint. <clears throat> excuse me, the Hemi. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll I'll send the link over, and I'm sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll put that in that the out. in the notes in the show notes and stuff. Yeah. In terms of training and, and gear, it's kind of. Uh, Probably the most interesting I've learned thing I've learned is you know you just gotta kind of listen to your body and, and learn and know what find out what works for you. Uh, the the conversation earlier about the hot dogs that it ended up working for me. It's not what I would pick, but I, what I what works for me is is actually it tends to be opposite of whatever works for a lot of people, and that's usually just eating gas gas station food. So when I do these long really long rides and long races. If I can stop at the gas station and get Casey's pizza and a Coke and some pickles, that works for me. That works perfectly for me. Uh, you know, I tried everything, experiment, uh, you know, see what works for you. That's kind of the best right. advice I can give. And, you know, what works for you might not work for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That's all that's all the fun part of fun and discovering kind of how to make it all work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the even more interesting aspect is, is that what works for you at one age might not work at another age. And so it's just constantly changing. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, definitely staying in tune with yourself and just listening to the listening to when those little tweaks need to happen. Well, th thanks so much for joining us and um, we'll see you out on the road. I wouldn't want to race him, but I would ride with Zach anytime. This month's sponsor recognition is Lucky's Every Day. I know many of you joined us on the ride that they sponsored uh, a month ago, and we just had a blast. We made so many new friends, and Alex uh, is just an awesome, awesome business owner and community partner. Uh, if you haven't been to Lucky's, it's located just east of Bikewalk, Wichita, and Douglas, literally. just right around the right around the corner and they have an awesome back patio 
where you can hang out with your friends and also have your bikes parked. So thank you to Alex and all the staff at Lucky's Every Day for supporting biking, walking, and local business here in Wichita. We appreciate all that you do and are glad that you are in the Douglas Design District with us. For this month's Volunteer Spotlight, I would love to shine the spotlight on Magda Bersiago. She is a brand new friend of BikeWalk Wichita and has been coming and volunteering in Recycle and in the office, helping making buttons, brochures, uh, whatever we need. And Magda is actually the brand new executive director for the Wichita Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So we are super excited also to make that new connection. So thank you, Magda, for all that you're doing for BikeWalk Wichita and in the community to get people active and engaged. Before we wrap up today, we want to take a moment to thank our amazing local business sponsors for 2021. As our city opens back up, please shop local and support these businesses who work to make our city safer for you. REI at K96 in Greenwich carries high quality adventure gear, clothing, bikes, camping equipment, and food to support your next hike or bike trip. And Ian, the store manager, just sent us a stack of personal invites to their October private sale. So Holy cow. if you need, a, need an invite, stop on by Bike Walk Wichita headquarters or let us know and we can give you one. And it is it does include a nice coupon for your entire purchase that, that day. Stop by and get one of those REI coupons and, and custom invites. We also like to thank Cargill Soybean and Biodiesel Plant. They are located on 13th Street and are producing renewable and clean burning fuel from waste vegetable oils, fats, and restaurant grease for use in diesel vehicles. The funding helped us expand the recycle shop to get more people riding. Truck Stuff helps elevate our adventures by installing hitches, bike racks, and anything you need to haul your bike in adventure gear. So stop by, they're located right on Washington. Bicycle Peddler and Bicycle Exchange not only provide you with a large selection of bikes and gears, but have been advocating for bike lanes, trails, and safety improvements for decades. And you definitely want to stop by these stores. I know Bicycle Peddler just got in some brand new jerk. Oh my gosh, yeah. and it looks so cool. I, I'm yeah. really excited. And I know Bicycle Exchange also has a wide selection of bikes in. If you're looking mm -hmm. uh, for something, they have uh, quite a range. So check out those stores and thank you to those owners for being so supportive. Kansas Department of Transportation provides an annual grant to purchase lights for all of our bikes that roll out of recycle. And they also support Operation Firefly, an outreach program that helps make our streets safer for all users. W. The Young Professionals of Wichita has provided BikeWalk Wichita a grant that really helped us increase our outreach uh, with young professionals, so we are excited and want to say thank you for that opportunity. As we mentioned, Lucky's Every Day is our brand new sponsor, and also we'd like to welcome United Healthcare Foundation. They just provided the grant that really is allowing us to increase our reach uh, in the Evergreen and Fairmount neighborhoods and also with our LGBTQ friends and refugee families. So thank you to United Healthcare for that annual grant. Visionary Print can help you with your podcast, video, and promotional materials. It looks like our time is up. 
Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you out around town. If you are interested in taking action, connecting us with your neighborhood, or have an idea or want to volunteer, let us know. Thanks to everyone for all that you do for making biking and walking in Wichita a better place for all. That wraps up our episode. Extra thanks to Amy for joining me in the studio and for also producing this episode. And to Zach for joining in on the interview and to all of you who help make Bike Walk Wichita a strong, awesome organization, really transforming our community into a more bike and pedestrian friendly. Thank you to all and we'll see you out around town.